Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This holiday season, Lexus wants you to remember. Nothing feels as good as making others feel good. Those so-called feel-good holiday films? They can't hold a gingerbread-scented candle to the feeling of giving them something that gives them all the feels. Make this December one to remember. Together. Click the banner to discover more. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. What up, everybody? This is Rob Brandt. And this is Rick Brandt, and we are the Brothers Brandt. Welcome back. Episode 42, Beaver Country, coming at you live. Uh, Episode 41 was great. We kicked off our 10 games, 10 days, epic sports road trip on the West Coast. Just to refresh everybody's memory, we're going from Basically, Seattle down to San Diego, seeing 10 games in 10 days, college football, NFL, and baseball, and crashing with friends along the way. Episode 41, we talked a little bit about Nike Town and Nike headquarters and the shopping spree we went on. We had a good time, right, Rick? Phenomenal time, Rob. Nike headquarters, the campus, beautiful. And again, shout out to Stacey Tarver for making it all happen. It was. It was a special time. Got a ton of gear loaded up. And once we were done with our tour, we, uh, we were probably done like a little after lunch. And we went from Beaverton, headed south like an hour and a half to Corvallis to do a little tour of the Oregon State uh, Beavers Stadium and campus because we wanted to get a lay of the land. Rick did a phenomenal job organizing these tours. Prior to us flying out, he went online, researched who we needed to talk to in the athletic departments, and just cold emailed them and asked them for a stadium tour, explaining we're on this epic sports road trip. So we were meeting this young lady who was going to give us a tour. Um, But like Rick and I always do, we kind of want to improvise. We want to do our own tours. So we shot down to Corvallis, hour and a half, decked out, changed from our Nike attire, and put on some Oregon State Beavers t-shirts and hats that we got on eBay for like $5. And we were decked out in Oregon State gear for the day, taking a stadium tour. Rick, why don't you paint the scene at Corvallis? I'll do it. So you touched on a few things, and I just want to lend a few tips to our listeners, if I may. First, as we've talked about in many podcasts prior, We do these sports road trips on a shoestring budget. So as you said, we went online weeks, in fact, actually months before our road trip, and we found inexpensive shirts, hats, jerseys for all the different teams we knew we'd be seeing. And we stockpiled those up into our suitcases. And as we were driving, we were switching into different shirts all the time. So here we were rolling into Corvallis. And the other tip that I want to lend to our listeners is this one of 
reaching out and establishing contact with a person at a university's athletic department and or front office for a professional organization. Rob, it's very important that our listeners, if they're going to do something like this, they do it correctly because anybody can fire off an email, anybody can make a cold call, but you've got to do it to the right people and you've got to do it the right way. So when you're reaching out to set up these proactive tours when you get to these different places, you want to reach out to not the general manager, not the president, not the CEO. Those people are too busy to give some random brothers from Jersey a self-guided tour of their campus and take an hour out of their day. That's just the facts of it. They're too busy. And then on the flip side, you're not going to reach out to an intern or a first, second year kind of entry level type person. They're trying to get established. They're working their tails off. They've got their head down. They are grinding. They're not the people to reach out to. The correct people to reach out to are your middle of the road, your maybe directors, your coordinators, um, your managers. The middle of the road type person is who you want to reach out to. And all these college athletic departments have a fan engagement, a um, marketing department, a fundraising department, a community communications department. These are the types of places you want to reach out to, not the IT department, Rob. So anyway, here we are. We've got a contact, wonderful lady. We've been building rapport through email over the last couple of weeks. We've sent her our itinerary. She is equally as excited to meet us as we are to get the tour. And we show up. We got there early, as you said, Rob. And we made our own tour. We checked out the stadium first. I remember you and I walked up to the stadium, which is a really nice college stadium. And it's got a huge one side, um, just couple deck tier um, overlook of the field. And we showed up. There wasn't anybody. There was no security. There was no gates or locked chained fencing. We just walked right into the stadium on the back side. We went up, approached the elevator, and we started going to all the different floors to get different perspectives. Yeah. Rob, it was. We, oh, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, it was um, probably the easiest stadium to crash, if you will. I remember we walked around back and found an open gate and just walked right through it, went out onto the center emblem of the field and you know i'm getting i'm getting like you know nervous just because i always get nervous in those situations and i'm like all right someone's going to kick us out might get in trouble and go right out to the beaver logo and start taking pictures on the logo with the field goal posts and we basically owned it we were just hanging out if we had a football we would probably be throwing that around but we didn't <laughs> and yeah we started just doing our own self-guided tour even though this woman was going to help us out later on and went all the way up to the press box. And that stadium uh, was really nice. It's a Pac-12 stadium. Um, and I remember their one side was like brand new at the time. They did like half a renovation on one side and then the other side was gonna get renovated. And it just looked beautiful. Go on, Rick. Well, like you said, we made our own self-guided tour before our actual tour. 
and it led us all the way up to the press box. We were in the announcer's booth. We were at the very top. We had the bird's eye view. We were out on the field, like you said, and the whole place was just empty. There was nobody there. We had the place to ourselves. We actually strolled, for all you listeners out there, we strolled over to now a portion of the stadium that is connected, but it's a little bit separate. It's basically their front office, their coaching staffs, um, their personnel uh, offices and departments are all headquartered there. They have a little overlook balcony of the stadium. So while games are taking place, they can do a little hospitality and entertaining. Of course, down below on the ground level is the locker room for the players. That was scheduled to be getting a tremendous renovation, I think in 2016, 2017. So we were there a couple of years before the renovation and it was neat, Rob. We checked it all out. We saw all the helmets. Oregon State, I will say, does have some great apparel. Their uniforms, their jerseys, their color combinations. We're going to get to the University of Oregon and the Ducks, as everybody knows them, with all their different exotic color schemes and different uniforms. We're going to get to that in our next podcast episode because that's where we went the following night. But Oregon State University is no slouch when it comes to uniforms and swag because I like their orange and black and white combos, Rob. It's kind of like the uh, Bengals. Cincinnati Bengals it's the exact same color combination there and yeah it was great uh you know it was funny because you saw the locker room and you were so aggressive and I was so nervous you were like Rob look at the helmets these helmets look sweet and they were these orange reflective helmets like they did look pretty badass and you're like I gotta get a picture with them I gotta get and Rick like steps into the locker room where players are getting changed and he's just like, real quick, real quick, just to snap this photo <laughs> and end up snapping the photo. Uh, <laughs> and then they had like really sweet gloves. Like I love, I love college teams that just go ball out with the uniforms. The Ducks are hands down the best uniforms, which we'll get to. Uh, but yeah, this was pretty awesome too. Phil Knight donates a lot of money to Oregon State as well. He donates way more money to University of Oregon but he doesn't leave out uh, Oregon State. And uh, we, uh, we ended up going to the uh, football facility after that and going to their practice facility, which was really cool to see. And then I think we just like kind of met up with that woman, right? That's exactly how it went down. The football facility, for all you listeners out there, at a big Division I school in the Pac-12, it's impressive. All these major five power conferences They've got immaculate facilities. So, you know, in addition to the stadium, their beautiful field, all the aesthetics there, they've also got now an indoor domed practice facility so that they can practice in all weather conditions, both in the season in the fall, but also during the spring season when it's cold and wintry in Oregon. Uh, They've got outdoor fields, they've got grass fields and turf fields, depending on who they're playing that next week. Maybe they want to prepare on grass or on turf, depending on what the, like I said, the opponent that week has. Uh, Then we met up with the lady. And Rob, this is exactly why you make your own tour. 
because as nice as she was, as kind as she was, and as willing as she was to show us different things around the athletic complex, if you will, she didn't nearly scrape the surface as to all the things that you and I saw on our own. So I'm glad we got there several hours in advance. We checked out what we checked out. And now it was time to spend some uh, quality time with a personnel in their actual athletic department. Yeah, I agree, Rick. I think we can just kind of breeze over her tour. She took us to the basketball stadium, which was, I guess, neat. But <laughs> um, that was pretty much it. Sweet girl took us to some of the um, suites, no pun intended, uh, at the football stadium and saw those. But nothing really to write home about on that tour. Um, and that, that pretty much capped off our, our day um, from going to Nike Town, Nike headquarters, and then shooting down to Corvallis. And we were ramping up for a big Friday, a monster Friday to get the, get the uh, wheels churning. Friday morning, we woke up at the crack of dawn. And what was crazy was the night before, was it the night before, Rick? The night before with, um, with Dan and the crazy party they were throwing? Or they, had, they had a party. You would have thought it was New Year's Eve. And the cows didn't come home until 6 a.m., Rob. The place was rocking. Uh, it was just, it was difficult to get some sleep. Let me just say that. But uh, man, oh man, we can't appreciate and thank him enough for having us because otherwise we would have been out on the streets. Yeah. Well, we would have got a hotel, but saved us a couple bucks. And ah, that's we, true. That's I, true. I, I remember, I remember uh, the first night we stayed there, you and I both had beds. It was fantastic. I think Dan was at his girlfriend's house. So I had his bed. You had a, you had a roommate's bed. And then, um, uh, and then this night it was his birthday. So we, you know, we were there on his birthday, got him a nice six pack. Um, but, uh, you know, he was like, Hey man, I really can't have you stay in my bed. Um, so I had to sleep on the floor on like a yoga mat with like a <laughs> pillow. It was arguably, some of the worst sleep I've ever gotten in my entire life <laughs> and not the way I wanted to start the trip, but fast forward a couple hours to that morning. I don't think I got like more than four hours of sleep, but woke up at uh, at about like six o'clock and we were out the door as they were winding their night down. And we, uh, we went to Oregon and we're going to save that story for our next episode. Cause we want to bundle the Oregon stories together it was truly epic, arguably one of the greatest, if not like the second, I think Super Bowl's always up there, but like second greatest experience of our lives um, was Oregon. You just can't make this shit up. So stay tuned for next week's episode or when we drop the next episode. Uh, yeah. And, you know, we go, we go up to Oregon, we do a tour there. And once we're done with the tour, we go back down to Corvallis to go to an Oregon State versus Stanford Cardinal football game. Rick, talk about the tailgating. What up, everybody? Sorry to interrupt the regular programming right here, but Rick and I have to pay the bills, so we're going to run an ad. This ad is brought to you by Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast 
with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Enjoy the show, guys. All right. So as you said, we're gearing up. It's Friday night, late afternoon, getting ready for this Pac-12 matchup, the Stanford Cardinal, the Oregon State Beavers going head-to-head. And Rob, this is still early on in the season. That's one of the things I love about doing our sports road trips in the month of September, because at that point, everybody's got this optimistic mentality. The fan bases are still believing this is their year. Even if they dropped one or two games early on, you know, they can still turn it around. And a big victory against the Stanford Cardinal will do that. And if I recall correctly, both teams were coming in, I believe, undefeated. I think they were both 2-0. and I remember it's fun, Rob. When we do our sports road trips, I actually will track the teams leading up to our games. And it's interesting just to see, you know, like I wouldn't normally watch probably a Hawaii versus Oregon State week one matchup. But I remember being glued to the TV late night on the East Coast watching this West Coast game because I knew we'd be going there in a week or two. So we get there. The tailgating is pretty good. I will say it was pretty good. Um, A lot of people rolling in uh, late afternoon, dressed, decked out in their orange swag. And out in Oregon, you don't really have too much going on. There's not really any pro teams in any sports that people get fired up about in the state of Oregon. Yeah, you have the Trailblazers. All right, all right. So you got the Portland Trailblazers basketball squad, but <laughs> out, outside of that, I mean, come on. Well, it's you got the, the Portland Timbers soccer team that gets pretty rowdy. I mean, oh, you're right. I'm not going to disagree. They are a great fan base. The Timbers are strong on the on the field, on the pitch, they say. But when it comes down to football, it's either you're a duck or you're a beaver. And uh, so these guys, uh, these Beavers fans, they they decked out, they came ready, and uh, we part we partake, didn't we? We partook, we we got in, uh, met a few people, wonderful people out there in Oregon, invited us to be a part of their tailgate. We ate our faces off. I think you drank your face off, and we were having we were having a great time even before the game kicked off. I had a blast, Rick. I had a blast. People were so nice. Uh, once you leave the Northeast region, I mean, people, the hospitality is just through the roof. Um, Oregon State Beaver fans were were so kind, welcoming. You know, we hung out with this one family for like hours just tailgating because we got there so early, getting to know them. Uh, now, it's not like it wasn't like a rowdy tailgate or anything like that. We kind of made our way into the stadium early. It was an interesting dynamic that I learned because Oregon – and Oregon State are a huge rivalry, obviously. And Oregon is more of like your farm country people, your state school, and Oregon Duck a little more rough around the edges. And Oregon Ducks is more of like your rich kid school. Like that's the vibe I got from Oregon versus Oregon State. And uh, we knew it was going to get pretty rowdy. Uh, this is their time to represent. They got Stanford coming on the road, and this was – Christian McCaffrey was playing for Stanford at this time. Also, Austin Hooper, Barry Sanders Jr. was playing. Uh, This guy, Kevin Hogan, who also played in the NFL. So lots of talent 
on Stanford, and they tried getting into the heads of the Stanford Cardinal because they're the Beavers. And what they did, it was great. They brought uh, Rick and I line up with the with the fans to go into the to go into the game. And fans are ready to go into the game. Like usually, Rick and I are like the first people with their ticket scan. In this scenario, we were not. We were behind a bunch of people. The students were ready. It was a free-for-all to run to the student section. And I think, Rick, this is where we learned about the student section. I could be wrong, but we learned about the student section and that pretty much in the student section in college football games, it's a free-for-all. You get student section tickets, and then whoever shows up, first come, first serve. So we were like, this is awesome. No one's going to scan our ticket. This is great. So we bought nosebleed tickets, obviously, and we just rushed in with all these people and got front row, uh, you know, an hour and a half before the game started, started making friends with all these people, were decked out in gear. So, you know, we got the orange and black on with the beaver hats, and we're having a great time telling people about our sports road trips. Uh, and, yeah, made friends with the people next to us. They had a chainsaw with Christmas tree lights around it and it was like a beaver chainsaw because they're the beavers and they had a fake tree a cardinal tree that they were like pretending to saw down the whole game and I think we made it on ESPN with uh with the chainsaw that was that was like the biggest number one focal point for the cameraman on the sideline they were just snapping that photo they were recording it every time they went to commercial break and the crowd the student section you're right they they were fantastic their energy was phenomenal it was a beautiful crisp fall evening in Oregon not too cold just perfect and um, I don't think the game went that well if I recall correctly I'm pretty sure that talent you mentioned with Stanford ended up rolling pretty strong over the Beavers but they kept it close at the beginning. Yeah, this was, um, they were hyped. They were, the hype train was in full effect. They were fired up for the game, for sure. You know, Stanford Cardinal was ranked 21 in the nation. Um, but yeah, first quarter, Stanford scored 14 points. Oregon State scored seven. Uh, battled back. At halftime, it was 21 to 17. Uh, Stanford Cardinals were winning and then they just put the Jets on in this in the third quarter they ended up winning 42 to 24 Christian McCaffrey ended up going over 200 yards I remember watching him and just going I don't know who that dude is but that guy is gonna be an absolute stud in the NFL <laughs> yeah he's a beast he actually got this past year he just in the last couple of months he was one of the very few people in the history of the Madden video game to be ranked a number 99 overall rating. So your scouting skills, Rob, although as it might have been just super clear for anybody to identify. Anybody watching knew, Rick. I, I'm not going to sit here on my high horse and say I scouted him. I just watched him put up 200 yards on Oregon State. He was a beast in college, and uh, he's continued that in the NFL. That was such a fun Friday night to kickstart our sports road trip on the West Coast. It was awesome. We had a great time, you know, stayed till the end and got to meet some cool people and packed it in and uh, headed on up to uh, Portland, the, you know, HQ for us. 
and went to try getting some good sleep uh, this time. I'm not sure. I'm sure we stayed up later than expected, but you know, we got, we tried to do our best getting some sleep and resting up for an absolute monster day at Oregon. And this, this is one of my favorite stories to tell. We're going to save it until next time, but we're on the road trip. Check one game off the list, Friday night lights, Oregon State losing to Stanford Cardinal, but still a great time. Next episode, we're going to dive deep into Oregon, and this is one of my favorite stories to tell. It's a juggernaut, Rob, and I can't wait to talk with you about it with our listeners. But for this episode, let's wrap it up. For all you out there, my name's Rick Brandt. My name's Rob Brandt, and we are the Brothers Brandt. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.